Dive into the hive with Jen and Aaron and catch the buzz. The business buzz. They're sharing your stories of success and inspiration because queen bees and worker bees are always better together and there's enough honey for everybody. Network and thrive. Network and thrive. In the hive. The buzz waterloo. And we're here. We're live. And we are here today with Rebecca. Uh, she is the founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake. She's also the author of Million Dollar Bakery. And her and her husband have four locations, London, Kitchener, Woodstock, and St. Thomas. That's stretched out a, quite a little bit, eh? Yeah, <laughs> so, it keeps us pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, it does. I bet. I bet. So welcome. <laughs> welcome to our podcast. Yeah, thank Thanks you. This is our first um Thanks Zoom. for having me. This is our first Zoom podcast. So we've never actually um done this before. Yeah, we're new at this. So just bear <laughs> with us as we like get all the audio and stuff. If it doesn't work out, then you know, whatever. It is what it is. We'll figure it out. Um, so you are, I mean, I I was listening to a podcast that you were on last night, Rebecca. And it was awesome. They talked a lot about your business and you got to talk a lot about um, Chick Boss Cake. And I thought that that was so amazing. And your story is just so inspiring. But you do so many things like you are also a photographer. Yeah, I, I, I love to do everything artistic and creative. So I don't like to just kind of define myself by one thing. And I think a lot of people get so caught up in defining themselves by their career choice. And I honestly, I think that's a really dangerous place to be because we are such multifaceted people and we have so many talents, so many hobbies, so many gifts and stuff like that. So I think you should just embrace all of them, embrace the creative mess of it all. I agree with you a hundred percent. Do you think like, okay, so when you, you obviously, um, we know that you started the bakery. Um, it was obviously very successful. At what point did you decide, Hey, I'm going to write a book. I decided to write a book. Um, once our business reached a million in sales, because that was a pivotal point for me. And I've always wanted to write a book. I love writing. I'm more of an introverted person. So that's kind of how I process my thoughts and feelings through writing. Um, and so I knew I always wanted to write a book, but I didn't know like what to write about. Um, and I just thought that my story of dropping out of high school when I was 16. I was homeless for a certain period of time. I really, really struggled. I moved out on my own. Um, and when I dropped out of high school at 16, so that was really, really challenging. And so I wanted to write a book, um, on my journey of how I was able to pull myself out of really difficult times and, and start and grow a business from scratch. Um, and then when I hit a million in sales, I was like, I never thought that that would be possible, especially in the baking industry. Like you don't usually get into being a bakery owner for the lucrativeness of it, uh, for sure. But um, it just goes to show that the hard work and dedication can really pay off in any industry if you're willing to put in the the work. So I love that. Um, <clears throat> I found it like that's very motivating to hear um, that you didn't go to school, like that you did drop out and you still ended up being super successful. I love that. That's um, motivating to a lot of people, right? To start their own thing. I love that. I think a lot of people, um, <clears throat> you know, I think the 
you know, the Canadian dream will say is to, you know, go to school and, and learn something and get a career. And, and that's, the, that's the steps that we're sort of told to follow in this life. Um, but, you know, that way of learning, and Rebecca, I've heard you say this before, is like that, that way of learning is not for everybody. Like people learn in different ways. And I'm sure that, um, you know, I'm sure that starting your own business has taught you more than you could ever imagine. More than Absolutely. you could learn in school. I've learned. For sure. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's definitely, I'm all for the hands-on learning. And, um, I used to really say like, you don't really need school and whatever, but school is really important tool, um, to learn different skills and stuff like that. If you know what you're passionate about, because I think a lot of people, they, they go to school for what their parents want them to go to school for, or something that's going to make them a lot of money, um, instead of following something that they're really, truly passionate about. And then, um, money and success is attracted to what you're giving passion and energy and love to, as opposed to just kind of getting in the grind and the hustle. If you say, you know, you're trying to become a lawyer or something like a doctor and it's like not your true passion, uh, you're just, you're going to be miserable and you're going to be unhappy. And a lot of people go that route and they don't even think twice about it or think like what's actually going to make me happy in the long run. And I, I didn't know that, uh, by following my passion for creativity and art and stuff like that would lead to a successful career. So that's why I really wanted to share that message with people that, you know, you don't, it's not the only option to just go to school and follow what society tells you and conditions you to believe is the only option because there's so many options. But it starts with you and it starts with what you love to do and sharing that with the world is what attracts uh, success to you. Yeah. And I feel it's a lot to put on like a 17, 18 year old to say, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to go to school for? What, you know, I, I, I'm guilty. I went to uh, college for business because I didn't know what else to do. So I flipped through the, you know, the college book. I'm like business. Okay. Which one makes the most money that, okay, I'll do that one. Um, And I hated it. It was a, it was a three-year program. I did fairly well in it, but I, I did not, I was like, this is not for me. I remember sitting in certain classes and I'm like, this is not for me. My gut, like I could never do this. I could never be, I did love the marketing. Um, there's definitely yeah. aspects that benefit me now in my business where I'm like, Hey, that's actually coming in handy. What I learned in school. Absolutely. So I don't regret anything, yeah. but I'm glad I didn't dive into a desk job that I absolutely hated. For sure. And I will say like this, sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. I was just going to say life is too short to be stuck doing something that you don't love doing. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And it'll feel so much harder and you'll be so much more unhappy by going that route. And you won't even know why that's the, that's the Mm -hmm. like really crappy thing is that you'll just be struggling and you don't even understand why, but it's because you're not happy. You're not doing what you were made to do and what you love to do. And to your point about going to school for business, I will say that going to school for business is probably one of the better decisions that you could go to school for just because you can, if your passion is, you know, making bath bombs or if it's, you know, being a hairdresser or anything like that, you can use that business to create a business in any industry. Right. So Mm -hmm. it, that's something that, you know, if, if you do learn really well in school, that, um, it can be applied to any kind of industry. So if you yeah. use that 
for your gift, which I sense that you guys are doing now, <laughs> um, it really, really is helpful in, in that sense. So I love that. That's awesome. So I have a question for you then. So you are a super creative person. You, you know what your passion is. You're ready to start this business. You and your husband say, let's go for it. We're going to do it. What, you know, as far as the business side of things go, you're, you know, you want to start a business. Where did you go or where did you get the resources that you needed to actually start to make everything happen? Like, you know, registering your name, getting all of those uh, little details tied up, all of those things that you need to do to start a business, um, the bank accounts, all of those things. Where did you get your resources from? Absolutely a great question. Um, I first went to Google because that's where I learned a lot of things. Google and YouTube. Actually, I didn't even know how to ice a cake like for the longest time. And I actually taught myself how to do that just straight from YouTube tutorials. I watched a lot of Cake Boss shows. So I'm a very visual learner and very hands-on learner. So that's why school really like sucked for me. Um, I need to see it, try it, make a bunch of mistakes, fail a million times, and I'm good to go after that. So I, I turned to Google. Um, I There's a lot of community resources, actually, that are super helpful for um, entrepreneurs at any stage of their business, honestly. Um, so I went to the St. Thomas Small Business Enterprise Center. Um, they have those in pretty much every t- town or city. Um, and they're really, really great. And they offer a lot of free resources to pretty much anything like building a business plan, um, getting marketing tips and advice and stuff like that. Um, and kind of giving you a little bit of direction as to where to go. And then, um, when it came to the business side of things, I used a lot of, um, my personal values and common sense and how, you know, I just, I just wanted to treat customers and treat people how I would want to be treated if I was at a business. And I think that's really overlooked with a lot of businesses, especially nowadays. Like I even deal with businesses too. And I'm like, I don't know how you guys are still in business with this customer service, yeah. but it is crazy. Yeah. Out there. Is, is that a copy of your book right behind you on the shelf there? Yes. Amazing. Yes, that that must have been, that yeah. must have felt so like to see that in the bookstore for the first time must have just had blown you away. How did you feel when you did that? Yeah. Well, when I got the copies of books to my house, I did an unboxing video of them for the first time and I bawled my eyes out. So, um, so it was just really, yeah, it was <laughs> such a cool experience. And, and honestly, it was like, I put a lot of vulnerability in that book because I wanted people to know the actual true story, because a lot of times people see like the end result of somebody who has created success or whatever. And it's like, good for them, but it doesn't show them like how they got there, all the struggles and hard things and, and stuff that they've had to endure before they even got to that point. And so I wanted to really put that more so in the book. So yes, it's called the million dollar bakery. It sounds like it's a great title and everything like that. But um, when people read the book, it's more so about like the emotional struggles of, you know, dropping out and moving out at 16 years old and trying to find my way. And then there's a lot of really helpful, tangible um, tips and advice for other entrepreneurs and how they can grow and scale their business to a million in sales as well. I'm going to buy it. Where can, so where, <laughs> where can our listeners get, find your book? Yeah. So it's a, it's available on Amazon. Amazon's the best because you just get it like in a day or two days. So it's really mm-hmm. nice and easy. Um, obviously we sell it in all four, four of our store locations. You can just walk in and buy it there. Um, but yeah, Amazon's probably the best and you can just type it in the search bar. It'll come up the million dollar bakery. 
So you talked, <clears throat> you talked about being um, vulnerable. So I'm going to mm-hmm. um, flip the conversation here a little bit for a minute. Um, because you do so much and watching your Instagram over the past little, little while, um, you've made some very big changes in your life and you own a bakery with delicious sweets and treats. And you've, you've built a business based on sugar and you've just recently gone on a health journey, which is super inspiring. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So um, I have always struggled with my weight my entire life. I was very overweight um, as a child. And I, as I grew up as a teenager, I I lost some of that weight. So I I really fluctuated. I was like the yo-yo dieter person, but I had like major fluctuations in my weight. Like like I recently lost 70 pounds. So that's, that was the heaviest I was at was at 270 pounds. I'm five foot 10. So, but still that's like close to 300 pounds. So that, that number kind of freaked me out when I saw that. I was like, you know what? Um, I need to make a change because I know how important health and wellness is. And if I want to continue being a successful business owner, if I want to continue, um, showing up with the most energy and the most, uh, the best attitude and feeling my best, then I really, really had to, I just, I had to do it. And it was freaking hard. It was, it's one of the hardest, things. obviously I struggle with it so much because I didn't learn as a child how to eat healthy. I hated working out my entire life. I, I obviously have a very big sweet tooth. So. <laughs> Um, you know, I didn't open a bakery because I was on a health and wellness journey when I opened it. Um, so it, it, it's been a really big learning curve and it continues to be, and it's one of my weakest areas in my life still, even because it's just not something that I've, I've known. I just, I didn't know how to do it properly. And it's, it's hard in our society with, you know, all the packaged foods and all of the misinformation out there. And I just feel like they just, want to keep us confused and they want to keep us unhealthy. And there's, you know, just weird hidden motives out there, but it's up to us to really um, do the research, connect with people who do it better than us, which has been really, really beneficial in my journey. I have friends who are like, you know, in the bodybuilding industry, friends who, you know, work out every day that I never thought I'd be able to work out every day. Um, But when you surround yourself with those types of people, you learn so much from them. And I I just posted a, re- a video recently about how we need to learn to connect with people who are better at other areas of life that we really suck at, because that's the only way that we're going to evolve and grow. And I'm really big into self-development and stuff like that. And I think a lot of the times we're too intimidated to do that because we're like, oh, that person is like so successful in that area. And it's super intimidating. Even for me to have friends who work out every day and they, you know, eat super healthy and they're in bodybuilding competitions, I'm like, that's intimidating for me, you know? And then, you know, I have friends who are starting out in their business and then they're a little intimidated by my business skills. So, but we just have so much to share and so much value to offer each other. So surrounding ourselves with people who do it better than us is how we're gonna learn and stuff, right? But I, I just knew I needed to make a change because uh, yeah, our health, you just, you can't, you don't get back and you you have to set yourself up for uh, success and energy and feeling your best. So 
Yeah. So I have a question as a business owner as well. How do you, like, how did you find that work-life balance, especially with four locations, doing everything you do to make time for yourself to eat healthier and work out? Because I struggle with that as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that question because everybody struggles with that. And honestly, that's what everybody wants. Like, that's the idea of what everybody thinks success is. It is having the free time. It's not just about money. It's about having the free time, doing what you love to do, and also having the money. Like, it's all of the things. Mm -hmm. And so um, being able to... What we did in our life is we don't try to create a work-life balance. We try to um, infuse our work life together. So we we travel, we do all of these things, but we're working as we're doing it and we're having fun as we're doing it. Um, and, and that's what's really created a, a better balance is just forgetting about the balance and, and just kind of meshing them the two together so that we're always having fun, always working, but you know, there's still moments where I'm not working and still moments where I'm only working. So it's kind of like, and when you're doing something you really love to do, it makes it a lot easier to not think of it in terms of like a work-life balance, Mm -hmm. so to speak. It makes it more enjoyable overall. And yes, there's definitely times where I'm like, I am clocked out for the day because I'm doing what I want to do and whatever. Um, but to answer your question about the health and wellness and stuff like that, um, because that's a really weak area for me, I had to make that like my top priority. So what I had to do is I had to decide that, you know, I didn't really care what I did for work that day. I didn't care, you know, if I, whatever else I did was a second priority to that. Mm -hmm. As long as I got my workout in and I have healthy meals to eat throughout the day and stuff like that. So I kind of changed my perspective. Whereas a lot of people will make that their last priority priority. And they'll be like, well, I don't have time to work out today. Um, or they don't have energy or they don't feel like they want to work out today. Whereas like, I'm like, I'm doing that no matter what. And everything else Mm -hmm. is like second. Second. And if I don't get to my work today, then I don't care about that. I'd rather (laughs) be healthy. So it is a big mindset shift and Mm -hmm. it is, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It is freaking hard. Yeah, that is honestly, that is such a unique perspective to put on things though. Like even to just say, I'm putting my business second, because I mean, this is a business podcast. We we talk to business owners, we talk to, you know, entrepreneurs and, and we, we focus a lot about the business, but the reality is, is every person behind all of those businesses, including us is, Mm -hmm. you know, we struggle with taking care of ourselves at the end of the day. And I mean, I don't have young children at home, but there's a lot of people, I mean, Erin, you've got a a young family at home with young kids that you've got to take care of. And really like it always, it all starts with number one, you have to look after number one to be able to look after all of those other facets of your life. So I think that's one thing as, you know, business owners that we don't talk enough about is self-care, whether that be physical self-care, mental self-care, because I know like at the end of my day, 
<clears throat> I'm just like excited to go home and eat and, and decide, you know, what, what I'm going to have for dinner that day or, or like, you know, yeah. shove something unhealthy in my mouth for lunch. Cause I'm, you know, I'm just hungry and I'm trying to work and I need something fast. And I need something convenient. So like putting aside the time to actually, you know, meal plan and, and make better choices for yourself that are not as necessarily like gratifying, you know, like mm-hmm. how many times have you probably just grabbed a cupcake? for lunch because you know you're in the middle of making cakes and and you know scooping icing on your finger but like and not going to you know eat grill some chicken and make a salad like so what kind of food choices are you making to do all of this yeah no so that's a really good point um and actually one of my chapters in my book is about um self-care specifically and how you are your biggest asset and so the businesses are only going to be as successful as the entrepreneurs running them. Right. So, and and it's the same with, I don't have kids either, but same with, with busy moms and stuff. I have lots of friends that have kids and, you know, friends who are on their health journey and friends who are not on their health journey that have kids. It's just, it's all decisions, right? We all have the same 24 hours in a day. And it's just a matter of realigning with um, what your values are and what you want to see happen. But at the end of the day, especially when it comes to business, we are, you know, there's going to be somebody else who is going to put in the work and is going to put themselves first and is going to have more energy than you. And they're going to outperform you and they're going to out market you. They're just, they're going to out energize you, right. When they're taking care of themselves. So when you're in a competitive business space and you want to be the million dollar bakery, or you want to be the million dollar cleaning business, then you really have to, decide what's what is it that going to take to get you there and you need to have the energy to be able to sustain um what that, that looks like and what that is right because um when i first started and even when i was 70 pounds heavier like like i didn't think there was any i didn't think there was anything wrong at the time i, I was confident i was like body positivity like whatever i did not think i did not think that i was overweight at that point right until i went to my doctor and he very kindly informed me that i was very overweight um he did it kindly <laughs> <laughs> well i was not impressed at the time but looking back now i was like you know what he had a very point <laughs> um but to your point like it is it is hard to you can't just cold turkey go from eating cupcakes for lunch to eating chicken in a salad. Like I, there's just no way. Right. So you have to really start with like the smallest, most basic things like drinking more water. Maybe you just change one of your meals. Like you, you, you still eat your cupcake for lunch, but maybe your breakfast is super healthy. Your dinner is super healthy. And you, you add in small things like that until you get the hang of it. And until you don't have to think about that anymore. And then you go on and you add, add another new healthy habit Um, and this whole thing is called habit stacking where we stack habits on top of each other. And then we don't even have to think about those things anymore. Right. Because too many people, they go full force into health and wellness journey when it's like, you don't like, I didn't have the energy to work out when I was 70 pounds heavier. So I didn't, I just changed some of my nutrition things and I was able to lose some weight and then eventually working out got a little bit easier and and it kind of goes from there, but it's all about the small changes because it takes too much energy for us to change our whole lives around in a day. It's just not possible. And we get 
we get more tired, more exhausted, and then we're not going to want to work out and eat healthy. Like it's just a, it's a, it's an ongoing cycle. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's really important to start with really small things and addressing the root causes of our issues too. Right. I did a video on this recently about our emotional um, ties to health, wellness, food, fitness, right? I had to identify like, why was I emotional eating? Why was I stress eating? Why did my body crave sugar the second I got stressed out? Like Mm -hmm. it was just a chain reaction Um, and unpacking all of those emotional issues and dealing with them in a healthier way, as opposed to just keep using food as uh, a coping mechanism, which is what I did, (laughs) food and wine and all of the fun things. Um, And it's what we all do in some way, shape or form. If it's not food, it's it can be alcohol, it can be drugs, it can be shopping, anything that we do to try and fill voids in our life, it's unhealthy. So we have to get to the root cause of why we're doing that and work um, on those things, whether it's with a therapist or reading or listening to your podcast, right? That's awesome for self-development. And once we start healing those wounds, um, we all of a sudden are not turning to those vices anymore because we don't even need them. Yeah. Anything, anything for, we do anything for, for that shot of dopamine, right? Like we're always looking for that that thing to make us feel great in the moment, but is that really exactly. um, doing anything for us in the, in the long term to better our lives? Right. And um, it's so great to hear from you, Rebecca, because honestly, you're a rock star and you're very inspiring. Your story is amazing. (laughs) And you just like, you know, I think that you've given a lot of advice uh, today to people to kind of help to inspire. I know I'm, you know, inspired to make changes in my own life. I know I I actually listened to your podcast uh, yesterday as well. And I just came to Jenna. I'm like, I love her. <laughs> That's what she said when she walked in. So she I love her. her. Cause, cause you're motivating me in my business as well. I'm like, I want to make, I want to take these steps. Um, I want to do that. And then also listening to how you lost weight. I'm like, I, I need to know how to do that. Cause for me, it's hard to put myself first. Um, we're going to yeah. have to, we're going to have to discuss what we're having for lunch today after this. <laughs> it's going to be healthy, but I do have a quick question. Um, going back to cupcakes. Yeah. Do you guys have gluten-free options? We do. I'm actually gluten-free myself. I've been gluten-free for like six or seven years and I feel amazing. Um, So our gluten-free cupcakes are delicious because that was very important to me to be able to do that. Um, So we have gluten-free cupcakes. We have macaroons, which are normally Mm -hmm. gluten-free. And then we also have gluten-free cakes as well. So amazing. It's it's important for me that we cover, um, we also do like vegan and egg-free and uh, sugar-free keto stuff as well. Um, It's important, like from my business perspective, to be able to offer people options because um, you know, if you have an allergy or even if you're on a certain diet or something like that, like you still, you still deserve to enjoy a delicious Mm -hmm. and beautiful treat as well. Yeah. My mom's, uh, my mom has celiac disease, so she can't have wheat. Um, and she's also like severely allergic to eggs. So it's almost impossible Mm -hmm. to find like, you know, when it comes to Christmas or birthdays or anything, it's also almost impossible to find anything that we can get her that she can eat for that. So that's amazing to know. I get that. Great question to ask. Um, I have one more question, uh, in regards to business. Can you like, walk me through a day of Rebecca's head when you're planning 
you know, what you're going to do for the day, because I just don't understand how you juggle everything. Like you're, <laughs> you have so much on your plate. So how do you prioritize your week? Like if you were, if you were to give some advice to another entrepreneur, someone who's starting a business or somebody who currently owns a business, what is your advice and what is your, what are the steps that you take to plan out your time essentially and make it effective? Yeah, that's such a great question. I love that question. And I know that every single person everywhere who has a business struggles with this, right? Um, I've struggled with it for sure in, in my life and stuff like that. I would say number one is to don't do your business alone. Like at least have, um, you know, a staff. It's better if you have a business partner. Honestly, my husband helps with the business so much. He does. He's been involved full time with the business and he's so helpful. Um, I feel like naturally, like I get a lot of credit for our business, but husband is so, so helpful in supporting and encouraging and, um, helping running the stores and stuff. So if you can find somebody who wants to partner with you, who shares the same values and you can share the the workload, you share the stress and you share the successes. It's so much more enjoyable that way too. Right. Um, because business can really, really lonely and really isolating, especially in the beginning when you have to put in a bajillion hours to get your business is running. Like it's just people think that, oh, I'm going to start a business and be successful. Well, you're going to put in like a million hours uh, up front for the next like four or five years before you see any free time. Line. Totally. Um, but the number one thing that I will say when it comes to creating the, the life that you want, creating the extra space, extra free time that every entrepreneur really, really wants. They want the money and they want the freedom, right? So how do we get that? You have to create processes and systems in your business so that they can run on their own without you there. Like your business should not necessarily need you in the daily operation. So you need to, to look, it, it's good if you're in the business now, because you need to learn the, the nooks and the crannies and the, you know, the pros and the cons, what customers like, what they don't like. It is really important to be in the business for, for a while, for, for the first few years. So you can really understand how it works, what you can do differently, um, better than your competitors and stuff. So you have a really good understanding and then you need to put other people in place of you guys to be able to do those things, but it's really important to have processes and procedures and systems in place uh, for how things get done, right? Because as soon as you start adding employees into the mix, um, you can't expect them to A, care about your business as much as you, you do and B, uh, clean as well as you do or bake as well as you do. Like they don't have the same level of care. Like it's, it's fair. I wouldn't if it wasn't in my business either. Right. Yeah. So, um, but having really clear expectations and, and removing yourself as much as possible from the, the daily operations will allow you to be able to overlook and oversee the business in a more of a CEO type role. And that's where you'll get to be able to grow. You'll get to be able to look at the bigger picture, um, plan for the future more and, and kind of grow it that way. Right. Because when you're in the business, you're not able to really look outside of the daily operations. Cause you're tired. You're doing all the work. I did all the dishes. I did all the baking, all the decorating. Yeah. So I know what it's like to go from that where you're so in it to slowly removing yourself, um, one step at a time. And now my daily life, I like, 
I have extreme amounts of freedom. I can work as much as I want or as little as I want. I work from home um, 100% of the time now. And that's completely the opposite. Like I used to have to open the shop. I used to have to do everything, right? So it's like slowly getting yourself out of that um, is really, really important to creating that freedom. And a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs are not able to do that because they cannot give up the control. They cannot give up mm-hmm. the um, perfectionism. They cannot give up. They cannot give that and share that with somebody else, put that in somebody else's hands because let's be real. That's why we get into business. We want to do it right. We want to do it yeah. to extreme perfection, but you have to give up control in order to get your freedom back. And yeah. that's, it's, it's a challenge, but it can be done. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Um, I've recently hired um, a couple employees and it's, it is a challenge to give up that control. It's nice. Like you feel yeah. good after, but you have to take a step back and you're like, okay, I hope they take care of my baby. Well, like, you know, you yeah. want them to represent that's you. That's number business. one. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's that, that's that thin line that you have to be able to, yes. to be able to give up. You will be stuck in your business doing the little tedious things that will not allow you to grow if you can't get over that. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can't grow that. Exactly. Yeah. And you won't be happy because that's not why you started a business. You didn't start a business to work a million hours a week. Like Mm -hmm. nobody does. Mm -hmm. You start a business to eventually get the freedom you want as an entrepreneur and create success and have money and have financial freedom. That's why anybody would start a business. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that, um, that is just such amazing advice. This is, this is, we are in the era of entrepreneurship. I don't think that there's ever been a time where more people are starting their own businesses, um, and finding, you know, finding their passions and making, making money doing it. Right. And I think that that's so great. You have so many great things to say about that. So where can we listen to your podcast? Yeah. So thank you guys so much for having me. This was really awesome. I love chatting with other low, especially local entrepreneurs and business yeah. women. I love connecting. I think we should go out for lunch sometime. That'd be Let's really do funny. it. So, um, <laughs> uh, healthy lunch. Healthy lunch. You can pick, after. okay? You can pick the lunch. <laughs> Um, yeah. So my podcast is called scrap the sweet talk. So you can just search it online and it's full of lots of business. Uh, um, this past season, we did a lot of health and wellness, uh, episodes on that season. Um, so it's available on Google, Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are available. Amazing. Um, thank you so much. And we can find you on Instagram. What's your handle? Instagram is Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake. There we go. Rebecca at Chick Boss Cake. Make sure you follow her. You are going to love her content. Her photos are amazing. Um, Get her book. You can get it on Amazon. It's called Million Dollar Bakery. It's available um, and you can get it in one day shipping. So why not? Pick that up. If you have any questions for Rebecca, shoot her a DM on Instagram. And otherwise, thank you so much. This has been so much fun, Rebecca. Um, and I think like, I think we need to do a part two of this again later because I have a I, lot of questions. I feel like we could talk to you forever. So <laughs> in the interest of that, Absolutely. Let, I let's agree. plan to do this again. <laughs> and, uh, and thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Awesome. Talk to you thank later. You for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye.